about that action on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Odds Crowd has a ton of free fantasy betting contests, including a $2,000 season-long MLB contest and a $500 weekly contest. Download their app today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise has free picks every day for every sport. So check out all their expert plays and betting news at PicksWise.com. That's PicksWise.com. Lastly, we're brought to you by SGP Masters. We're also giving away $500 in our Masters DFS contest that is completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash masters. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash masters. Welcome, everyone, to Bout That Action on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Kyle Waddy Watnell, joined by my co-host and partner in picks, Mark Megatron Glass. Today is Tuesday, April 6th. Mark, how you doing? Doing fantastic. Uh, just got back in town. I was on the East Coast. I had my dude. I had my first uh, traveling experience, like on an airplane. Oh yeah. Since the start of COVID. How was the trip? I flew out to. I flew to Pittsburgh. Mm. I was visitting uh, my sister. She goes. To, she goes to school on the East Coast over there, mm. and uh, it was it, it was a wild experience <laughs> flying on a plane for the first time. Was it a full was, plane? Uh, Did they fill the plane? Yeah. Fl- yeah. All the all the flights were full. It it was pretty interesting. Over in Pennsylvania, they they take the masks a lot more seriously than out here in Southern California. I'll tell you that. I mean, you and I are good about it. To be fair, Um, you spend a lot of time in Newport Beach, which is kind of like Texas of (laughs) the Texas of of the West Coast. That's kind of its own thing. Uh, But but I actually I actually saw Gavin Newsom. Or as what? as some people in Newport Beach call him, gruesome nuisance. <laughs> There's a lot of people in California that are like very anti yes. anti COVID and all that stuff. Uh, they hate him. <laughs> but uh, he just he actually just announced that June 15th is going to be a fully reopening in wow. California because we've got so much vaccination stuff going on. How about that? I got vaccinated too. Did I tell you that? Uh, yeah, you you mentioned it. Uh, you mentioned it didn't go very well, right? Didn't you? Yeah, dude, didn't I you got get sick? Asked. Dude, I got rocked by the second dose. <laughs> like, absolutely, it actually absolutely did me in. I was 102 fever watching uh, watching The Incredibles all day. Wow. Um, wow. But feeling good now. I understand that uh, you're the opposite. Uh, you've been feeling great. You've been you've been flying through the pickleball court. Yeah. I had to miss your tournament because of my trip, which was yeah. a huge bummer. Yeah. How did that? Did I miss anything interesting? Uh, you missed. I mean, it was kind of like one of the gla- the grand slams of pickleball, if you will, Mark. Like it was, it That's was a wild. Huge deal. Yeah, it was a huge deal. Like all the top top players in the world uh, were there walking around, and it was it was pretty it was pretty funny. It was a, it was a fun scene to to be at, right in your backyard in Newport Beach, uh, the beautiful Newport Beach Tennis Club. 
uh it was fun i mean it was it was like literally obviously we talked about the weekend before when i when i got the bronze medal and that was a bit of a smaller tournament this was definitely a bigger one just lots of lots of activity going on all the hardcore pickleballers were out and about uh it was it was a good time didn't uh didn't secure any uh any medals this time around so that was a bummer uh we probably we we kind of didn't didn't play our best stuff but uh still had a great time uh yeah i've been going fast and furious as you said back-to-back weekend tournaments this one was on easter sunday so uh that took some convincing but i got away with it from the, with the family and uh, made it back for easter easter yeah, a late easter lunch and, uh... a late easter yeah. lunch i made it back in time just because we went oh and two so i made it back in time for uh <laughs> for the meal so there's a there's a small uh uh you know positive from the weekend uh but yeah no it was a good time um yeah i've been busy playing it's, it's been it's been great um and you'll you'll be out of the next one for sure. We'll make yeah, sure you're in the crowd. Uh, that's some of the more thrilling thrilling sports news that that we have these days is uh, <laughs> is Kyle's pickleball. That's right. Um, now that March Madness is over, which went extremely well for me, which we'll we'll talk about right. in a bit. Uh, oh, but I wanted to mention on the topic of sports and the coronavirus. Okay. I was very I was very happy, I think, to see the the, <laughs> the Texas the Texas Rangers. <laughs> first full capacity sports game wasn't that wild the videos were wild uh, in 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 the country since uh since this all started which i'd like to think is is a good sign hopefully uh hopefully nobody dies because (laughs) it's just baseball at the end of the day like no one does anyone really care i don't know um well hopefully someone cares since we're gonna be we're gonna be making some uh baseball future picks today uh that's what the show is gonna be about so hopefully Hopefully some people care. Should be interesting, but yeah, there futures were futures are the way to make money. That's, yeah, that's the best yeah, way. To do yeah, it. we've been we've been doing well with futures. So yeah, fingers crossed. Baseball futures, March Madness futures. Yeah, you could bet on you could bet on oil futures. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Ga- yeah. Gas price futures. Crazy, crazy. It's all, it's all money to be made. But yeah, no, definitely interesting to see uh, see the a full stadium um, for the first time in a long time it was cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really want to head out to a you know I'm a big Padres fan here in San Diego. I really want to head out to a Padres game, but Tickets are tough to get a hold of, Mark. Probably for a lot. Shell out a thousand dollars. Yeah, man. Tickets are very expensive. So uh, hopefully, sometime, uh, sometime soon, I'll get out there to one of those, or uh, or maybe maybe an Angel game sometime soon. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's been <laughs> it's been uh, it's interesting to see. Hopefully, fi- yeah. Fingers crossed. As you mentioned, June. Uh, I'd love to get in like a, a full stadium and uh, feel some uh, atmosphere again. You know. Yeah, I have a I have a friend miss. of mine that uh he he grew a mustache and he said he wasn't he wasn't shaving his mustache until he could attend a sports game. Oh wow! Like <laughs> he and he lives in San Francisco. Is he so allowed to? I think tr- it's, he's allowed to trim it though. Uh yeah he's he's been trimming it up but like he he's got a he's got a gnarly stash going on right, right now so uh, I'm just waiting for him to shave that thing off if not for me for his girlfriend because she hates it yeah for sure I mean that's a long yeah that's a long time to have a mustache that's a full year over a full year now of a mustache yeah, speaking speaking of girlfriends hating things did, mm. did he have you been following Deshaun Watson oh yeah what's the update on that because you uh Dude. I mean we talked about that last week I haven't actually been up to date on the story so if you could fill me in I'd appreciate it what happened with, what's up with Deshaun Watson we're up to over twenty lawsuits against the guy. Is that right? I think I think he's I think he's low key fucked. Like I think he he's might be done so. Really? Which is crazy because Deshaun Watson's always touted as like a very charitable, high character guy. Everyone in the league loves him. You know, Not such anymore. a hard worker, super humble. Uh, 
Yeah, so this is insane news. You can read. Uh, you, I was, I was reading. Uh, what do they call it? Like the docket, where they, they describe like the different allegations against. Wow, him, you, was, you, you went in on this story. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been on airplanes. <laughs> Investigator like, Mark. Like, this this weekend, I had like a long, long flights to the okay, East Coast. Fair so I, I had a lot of time. Yeah. On my hands, but uh, it was, it was, it was pretty wild. I, I would recommend you go read it. Where, okay. There's just a lot of striking similarities in the different different testimonies. Oh, interesting. And I mean, we've seen with history of sexual assault allegations in the past. Like, think of like Ezekiel Elliott, right? Mm-hmm. That was, uh, I think it was only like one or two. Not, I don't mean to say only one or two. That's still bad. Yeah. But it's they they were against him. He was found like not guilty. Charges were dropped. NFL still suspended him for six games. Mm. You may recall he so, missed the so beginning be, of that season. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to Watson. Yeah. Now we've got Deshaun Watson with. 20, 20 lawsuits and counting regardless maybe, maybe of he's done wouldn't that be something uh, it could be a full seat yeah a full season at least who knows yeah. so that that's going to be an interesting thing to keep keep our eyes on we obviously hope that not that it's not true for the sake of humanity i guess but uh <laughs> or, yeah. or or you hope yeah i mean it's it's a tough one if if it is if it is true and uh yeah, yeah he's justice guilty. has to be served justice has to be served and uh and yeah, an example has to be made that if you have a platform like that and you have a, you know, you have uh, a good life and, and you're making good money and you, you have a public image, you got to keep it clean and you got to behave and, and treat people right. So, so yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, I didn't know that that uh, story had escalated since last week. So definitely uh, we'll look into that. That's an interesting one. Um, sorry, sorry for, uh, sorry for you, Mark. You're, you're, uh, you're a fan of Deshaun Watson, but uh uh, so I'm sorry to hear that. I, I have to slowly disassociate over but that. The, but over that's the, right. Over the course of the off season. That's right. You can you can jump on the Justin Herbert bandwagon. Um, the our Los Angeles quarterback who is an absolute stud. Uh, definitely. Uh, no, I'm uh, on the Matt. I'm on the Matt Stafford. <laughs> Dude, I like uh, I like Justin Herbert. How he's like a quiet uh, a quiet quarterback. You know what I mean? No yeah, Twitter you account. About you don't hear much about him. He doesn't do that much media. He's kind of under the radar. Just, just uh, he speaks with his uh, performance on the field. And I like yeah, that. In the same breath, part of what got Deshaun Watson in trouble was he was he was reaching out to these uh, these massage therapists over Instagram. So he was like uh, all up in the Instagram DM. Something something Justin. Herbert would never, would never do, do. It sounds like. Never. So if there's any lesson to be learned, guys, it's stay away from the Instagram <laughs> DMs. They will only come back to bite you. Let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and dive into financial investing 101. Talk about our March Madness from last week. Here we go. Because all we care about is getting fucking rich. Do it live. I can write it and we'll do it live. Financial investing 101. Fucking thing sucks. Uh, March Madness has been interesting. Uh, we, uh, we had quite, uh, quite a good little run there, Mark. Good work with March Madness, man. We both, both of our future picks, you had Baylor plus 700. They win the national championship. Congratulations for that. First of all, I take Gonzaga before the tournament starts at plus 230. I believe it was both of our future picks reaching the final and exciting time for about that action on SGPN. Uh, we also put up a clean sweep with both of our spread picks uh, in the final four. We had what? We had UCLA covering the 15 and 15 uh, point spread, and of course, it was an exciting overtime buzzer beater from Gazaga to knock them out. We also had Baylor covering their spread, and they put up a dominant performance against Houston. Good stuff, Mark. What what, what are the numbers? Crunch the numbers for us. Uh, how did we do with our March Madness picks last week? 
So in the final four, I took Baylor on the money line at minus 210. They obviously won that, and uh, I took UCLA to cover the spread. They were uh, plus 14.5 underdog. Uh, they did yep. that. They sure minus did. Minus 115. And then I parlayed both teams to cover the spread, which happened. So uh, that was for plus 256. So I hit that. And then when you combine the Baylor futures pick at the beginning of the tournament at plus 700, wow. I think that's my biggest single uh, single bet win. Uh, so? Or just my second biggest. The Kentucky Derby, I hit yeah, plus 800. That's right. That's for authentic right. wins. This is my second biggest one. So that cashed out a tournament total of $1,090, which I was absolutely wow. fired up about. Uh, my bracket was terrible, but I got the picks right that mattered. Uh, it brings my career total on the show to, uh, or actually above the 3,000 threshold mark. We're Good at $3,640 in profit. So I'm pretty hyped on that. I'm probably going to go to Vegas and put it all on black, uh, but more to follow with that. And uh, I mean, our numbers, I guess, were pretty much the same minus, minus the future pick. You, yeah. you had, if I'm not mistaken, you had Baylor to cover, UCLA to cover. Yep, uh, I end up with a solid $231 profit. Uh, did not take Baylor. Uh, career total up to 407. Uh, yeah, that 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 Baylor pick, man. Good work. Um, what a game! They just have this. That was they smoked them. They came flying out of the gate like a rocket ship. They they literally. I mean, Gonzaga just looked one. They looked tired from that that you know thriller against UCLA, and it's just one of those things like. When a team is that dominant, like Gonzaga, like throughout the throughout their whole season and then throughout the tournament, uh, all their wins are comfortable, right? And they never really got off to a bad start like that. So once that happened, I was like, shoot, like they've literally haven't experienced this the whole season, where they're you know a team comes flying out the gate and gets up by ten. They'd never been down by ten before. Like that's that's wild. So like, how are they gonna react when something like that happens? And and Baylor was just out. There was blood in the water, and they just kept, man, they just kept shooting, and they just kept kept that lead at like around 15 points uh, and Gonzaga just couldn't get back into the game. Props to your, uh, your Baylor bears. What, what, what a, what a great pick. Be honest. Were you, were you expecting in the final matchup? Um, were you expecting <laughs> Baylor to get the job done or were you a little nervous about your, your plus 700 future? I want to say I was expecting it, but yeah, honestly, the reason I took Baylor, I remember sitting there being like, all right, like Gonzaga is like a plus 230 to win the tournament. Mm-hmm. Like, s- screw it. I'm going to go against the grain here. And I, I just was like, Baylor plus 700. Baylor, really strong team. Like, I mean, it was always those two teams were going to be the out and out favorites to reach the final. Yeah. So I was like, hey, in a championship game, anything can happen. Uh huh. So. I was like, it's worth taking it. I could never have foreseen that it was going to be such a dominating victory. Um, but it was, yeah, it was awesome to watch. They jumped out to that like nine point point lead in like the first like minute of the game, and right. that was the closest it ever was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a super thorough performance and uh, very very satisfied with my pick. So I'm gonna go on the record and say I saw it all <laughs> along. I can't. I, I have a tough time even feeling bad for Gonzaga because like, a, like. Almost their whole starting lineup is going to go to the NBA this year. Right. Uh, whereas a lot of the Baylor guys are like not expected to be draft picks. Uh, I think Davion Mitchell might be the only one. He's a stud. Yep. Um, and so, so yeah, it's it's just interesting to see see how that all, that all played out. But I'll take a plus seven hundred hit every day. Good stuff. Uh, speaking of hits, Mark, what a great what a great transition into baseball. We're going to talk some future picks. The season just got underway this past week uh so let's go ahead and break down uh who we gonna who we th- who we think uh, is in for a good year in the major league baseball season obviously it was a shortened season last season 
uh, this season, they're back full swing. Um, let's go ahead and dive into it, Mark. What do we got first on the board? Well, I think what, what we're going to do is go through each division, right? Yeah. Give our winner. A brief reasoning why. It's not like I have a whole lot to say. No, definitely not. Uh, my, my baseball background is quite deep. Uh, I played two <laughs> years of machine pitch baseball, and uh, that's that's it. <laughs> not going to lie. You're, uh, like your physical build is way more of a baseball player than a soccer player. I think you'll agree with that. I think yeah, you, I think you oh, could. Baseball players are a little bit taller. Okay, they're like, all right. They're, like they're on like the taller side. Where I just so, feel like, like pretty normal size. I feel like if you'd have committed, player. if you'd have committed to baseball, you could have just been one of those guys who just hit hit bombs, dude. You could have hit some. Well, bombs. my my baseball career came to an abrupt, and oh. I I played my first uh my first machine pitch season, uh, and I was batting one thousand. I got on base every single time. Wow, one thousand. Except. I, I so clearly remember this. The last at-bat of the season for me. You blew it. I hit a line drive at the right at the pitcher because they had a pitcher that would yeah. like stand next to the machine, <laughs> and he caught it. I was so mad. I So I batted 999 on the year, and I was like, fuck. Wow. I was so mad. I remember wow. like, I remember just like throwing a fit because I like didn't really understand that like getting it out was even like remotely possible. Wow. So I came back the next season with a vengeance and I had a normal season where like I still probably I only got out like four or five times because it's machine pitch baseball. So mm. like I was still batting in like the 800s probably like well into the Hall of Fame. Well uh, into the but, Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. But after I realized like, all right, like I'm starting to get out more. Like, I, I'm, I'm over this. I'm just going to stick with soccer. Yeah. All right. Well, that makes sense. Um, let's start off with uh, the AL East. AL East. Uh, your future pick, which team will secure the AL East in the 2021 season? Mark, who do you like? Uh, it pains me to say this because my family are Red Sox fans. My dad and his whole side of the family are all from Boston, okay. so they raised me to like the Red Sox. Uh, but I have to give it to the New York Yankees this year, and they're mm-hmm. the favorite to do it at minus 190. You know when you see a future favorite like that, it's going to happen, almost <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> Yankees minus 190. I mean, they've just been incredible. Uh, they've actually done a lot for their for the, not a salary cap in baseball, but for their payroll. Chopped 50 million dollars off that, so they're under the luxury tax threshold, which is nice. They re-signed their star player DJ LeMahieu. He was their biggest signing. It was like six years, a lot of millions of dollars. Mm. I mean, they've just got such a deep lineup all around. I mean, look at this. LeMahieu, Aaron Judge, Aaron Hicks, John Carlos Stanton, Luke Volt. I mean, the list goes on. Yeah. Uh, and obviously their pitching is incredible. They've got Garrett Cole, who's you could say maybe the best pitcher in the league, He's backed a, yep. up uh, with a very nice rotation behind him as well. So, I mean, they've just got the depth, the depth to go all the way. So, uh, I, I like them this year. I guess the question is, are they going to stay healthy? Yeah, that's uh, definitely, particularly definitely the Judge question. and Stanton. Yeah. Yeah. They're too big, Without dude. That, you though. can't be that. You can't be that jacked and stay healthy through a baseball season. I mean, you know how how difficult you know a baseball season is. How many games they play is ridiculous. They're playing almost every day. It's just got to be such a big toll on the body. Can massive guys like that that are literally built like transformers? Can they go through a whole season without you know an injury? That's that's kind of the question for the Yankees season. Can those two you know guys who hit absolute bombs? Can they get through the season healthy? Yeah, it almost. It, I'm almost surprised that like baseball doesn't do more of like how the NBA is uh, very big on like rotating players and mm-hmm. resting them. Uh, you know, like Kawhi Leonard got a lot of cri- criticism. 
Right. Because he was sitting out games even when he was healthy, and they were like, yeah, we just want to optimize his performance yeah, in games where we don't really feel we need him. So, you know, in baseball where you're playing 162 games or whatever it is, yeah. you'd think, like, maybe they rotate a little bit more. But, I mean, that, I guess, doesn't happen. But, yeah, I mean, Yankees are the deepest team. They've got the most talent in that division. So I'm going to take them at minus 190. I agree. Um, they also have uh, that guy, Aroldis Chapman. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. That guy is <laughs> one of my favorite Yankee players. Um, he throws insanely hard. Um, and he yeah. comes it's in just like his closer. only pitch is like, I'm just going to gas this as hard as I can and <laughs> yeah. see if you can get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's exciting to watch. The whole team's exciting to watch. I mean, uh, with Judge and Stanton, they're, they're going to have a lot of pressure on them this year to to get them into the playoff picture and, and have success in the playoffs. But uh, I think they can get it done. I think they're the best team um, in the uh, in the AL East. So I'm going to take the Yankees as well, minus 190. Um, also, quick side note, kind of funny, Stanton was struggling in his first couple of games this year, and uh, he was actually getting some boos from the good old Yankee fans. You know how brutal the fans are in New York. And then I think yep. it was I think it was yesterday he just hit an absolute – monster grand slam uh to get his first hit of the year so that was pretty uh entertaining as well but yep yankees minus 190 uh lock it up al east champions let's go ahead and jump over to the al central who do you like there uh in the central i'm gonna take the chicago white Sox. they have not won this division since i think like 2008 um but I, I like them this year. They had a controversial managerial hire in uh, mm. Tony Larusa, 76 years old. He's been <laughs> retired for a while. And he's a pretty controversial guy in some yeah. of the things he says in a social setting. Right. right. Um, imagine having a coach. Yeah, I, imagine having a coach who's that old in the major leagues. That's pretty. That's pretty interesting, right? When you think about it. Um, that's, yeah. That's interesting. Age aside, I mean, Larusa is just that. That guy is, is just a character. He's kind of like that old grandpa you have who like doesn't understand. Like he hasn't He's adapted to like the yeah the new social norms. Right, <laughs> so right. it's like you, you never quite know what you're gonna get out of him. Mm. Um, but I like this this I see I, I like this lineup. I mean, I feel like the only real competition for them is gonna be the Minnesota Twins. Right. But I think I think the White Sox have enough. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm an expert on the AL Central teams because <laughs> I, tr- I truly am not. Uh, but from all I'm reading about the actual experts is that you know guys like Tim Anderson, Eloy Jimenez, Yoan Moncada, mm. Luis Robert, those guys are all expected uh, to have bigger seasons this year and, and really prop the team up. Uh, and they are what what's their line sitting at right now? They're they're minus, also minus, minus one forty six. Yep. So like we just had a future in the negatives, it's going to happen. So yeah. I'm, I'm just going to go with the White Sox here. I uh, I understand and respect the pick. This is a tough one. Um, I kind of flip back and forth between the White Sox and the Twins. I've decided to settle on the Minnesota Twins at plus 177. A lot of the reason being just because it's a plus money uh, compared to the, you know the White Sox, a little bit chalky. I think these teams are close enough uh, where I'm going to take the plus money with the twins here. I, I like the twins. They're, they're kind of a classic team. That's always uh, kind of a contender. And then they kind of fall short in the playoffs. But I think maybe this year, maybe this year could be different. Um, they have a solid squad. Uh, Max Kepler is one of their star players. Um, I really like Josh Donaldson. If you're familiar with him, he was a stud on the Oakland athletics for a while. Um, and, and he played for, who did he play for? He played up in Canada as well. Um, he's an absolute like hothead guy, which is always fun to watch. He's a fiery guy. Um, so I like him as well. They've got Garver behind the plate. who's a solid catcher and a decent pitching rotation. Kenta Maeda, uh, is one of the, one of the solid pitchers. And then Michael Pineda is another one I'll mention. Um, 
so solid bullpen, solid lineup. Uh, I think the, the, the deal in the AL Central is that it is going to come down to these two teams and who has the better season. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and take the shot. I think you're right. The White Sox deserve to be favored, but I will take the Twins uh, for the sake of the plus money and for the sake you know of making things interesting. Something interesting I didn't know. Uh, the Twins actually have the longest postseason losing streak of any <laughs> team in North American uh, professional sports history. Really? Across all eight, sports? Yeah, all sports, and I assume that includes Canada and Mexico as well. <laughs> 18 18 games in a row in the postseason that they've lost okay all right which is incredible doesn't have anything to do with them winning winning that particular division but i just thought that was a a funny stat that i had no clue (laughs) i'll take i'll take that team uh who has struggled in the postseason to turn things around in 2021 let's make things interesting i'll take the minnesota twins plus 177 to win the al central let's jump over to the al west mark what do you like AL West is an emotional pick for me. I'm excited to talk about uh, this one, too. Born and raised in Orange County, California, I have to take the Angels. When I was growing up, they were the Anaheim Angels. Now they're the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, (laughs) which is arguably the dumbest name in all all sports. It's so stupid. (laughs) They moved it back in the day. Artie Moreno, I remember when he bought the team like back in like 2000 or around that time, like like the turn of the century-ish time. I, I was a young lad. But I remember it was all about the marketing. Like you used to go to Angel Games and it was like there were no advertisements really, <laughs> nothing like that. And then he bought the team and he made his money in billboards. I don't know if you knew that. Artie Moreno became oh, yeah. a billionaire buying up plots of land and putting billboards on them and selling ad space. So he, wow. he's an OG in that regard. Okay. So you can imagine the advertising prowess that he brought to this team. And they uh, they didn't move locations. They've been at the same stadium there this entire time. But he thought for marketing purposes that they should move to Los Angeles. And then people were like, wait a minute, we are in Anaheim. Yeah. So the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim is what you get. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm taking them as, as my emotional hometown team pick. I miss going to Angel Games. That was, a, that was always a fun activity. I was at Game 7 of the World Series in 2002 wow. when they won, when they beat Barry Bonds and the San Francisco Giants. Wow. Uh, I was there, there with my dad. Uh, but on a more technical aspect, as much as I can be about baseball, despite having the bill, they do not have the rapport. But obviously, I mean, look at the middle of this lineup. Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon, Shohei Otani, Justin Upton. I, I love that. Dude, they're, Mike Trout they're stacked. The they're yeah, stacked and they're it. so bad. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I think it, I, I think it's got to come down to the pitching. And I'll say, you know, when you I think at, in any point when you have one of your best hitters is also your one of your best pitchers. Yeah, that's, it's so funny. That's, Probably indicative of a certain problem, but I'm looking down this list: Dylan Bundy, Andrew Heaney, Alex Cobb, Griffin Canning, Jose Quintana, and uh-huh. Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. I only know of Shohei Otani. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck these other guys are. So I'm assuming that has something to do with it. You look at, you give me every good MLB team, and you name me their pitchers. I'll know at least two of them. Like I'll know who they are. You know, with the Angels, none of them. Okay. I know the six. All I right. know the sixth guy in the rotation who's. Who's a hitter? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Shohei Otani is just a special player who can who can hit and pitch. I mean, that's kind of his whole his whole deal. Um, yeah, so so I'm actually going to jump on board with you here, Mark. But it's not it's not a it's not a pick that's derived from the heart or from being an Angel fan or from going to Angel fans growing up or Angel games growing up. Um, I actually 
like looking at this lineup, as you mentioned, there are some, some just some great names, some great veteran names in there as well, some great experience mixed with uh, some young and, and, and up-and-coming talent. Now, the question here with the Angels is, you know, they have Mike Trout, the, the best player in baseball. I, I was about to say arguably, but I think most people probably view him as the best player in baseball. Mike Trout is 30 years old, Mark. He's, he's approaching kind of the, the prime of his career, but also kind of approaching the second half of his career. The tipping and point. The tipping point. Exactly. Well said. He's approaching the, the tipping point, and the question is now, like, they haven't really made a playoff push with the best player in baseball thus far. They've kept him at the franchise. They made him the franchise player. They've made him the face of the team. They've made him the, the face of Anaheim. And now the question is, like, they've been trying to get these new pieces in and trying to put the puzzle together and it hasn't come together yet but it's really like i'm not i'm not going to say it's now or never because there probably are a few maybe the next five years are kind of a now or never time for the angels where you have this blessing of a player and you have uh the rotation is actually pretty solid but the the problem is the the strength of the al west is just there's some good teams in there i mean you've got the houston astros right you've got the cheaters uh, who are actually plus 157 uh, futures to win the AL West. And then you've got the Oakland Athletics, who are the favorites at plus 123. So it's just a very strong division. Uh, but the Angels really have a chance here to, to, I think, make it happen. I think there is value at the plus 383 um, with that lineup, with with everything coming together, and with Mike Trout maybe buckling down and having an, I mean, he always has a great season, but maybe he uh, he, he leads this team a little bit. Uh, into the playoff picture and then once they get to the playoffs I mean anything can happen when you have uh, a roster that is that stacked so uh, I'm gonna go ahead and jump on board with you the Angels probably our most far-fetched uh, pick I would guess at plus gotta be three you, you know it's an interesting an interesting case study a case study that relates that relates to the Angels okay. and Mike Trout in particular obviously I, I grew up in Orange County lived lived here the majority of my life mm. And there, I actually was in. Uh, I was in. I'll, I'll I'll connect these two things. But I was in Newport connect Beach. <laughs> I was in Newport Beach uh, a couple weeks ago, actually, with a couple friends of mine. We were playing spike ball down yeah. on the beach. Love spike ball in Newport. Yeah. And Albert Pujols lives right there. Yeah. And he he walked out. Albert Pujols was there. He was like on wow. the beach, showing with his family, like walking around. He his guy makes thirty mil a year. He, he probably <laughs> has multiple houses in Newport right, Beach. Right. Right. Um, but no one seemed to care. Like no one bothered him. No one was taking pictures, asking <laughs> for autographs. He can just walk around freely. And the in Newport Beach right now, despite coronavirus, uh, is absolutely packed. Like we said right. earlier in the show, it's largely ignored. Um, so it's not like it's he's walking around like a desolate area. Like there's hundreds, if not thousands, of people around and completely ignoring him. And then to the in the same breath, you've got Mike Trout, who's considered. People say he's the best player to ever play baseball, Crazy. not just the best current player. Yep. You, we've got a, a LeBron James type of guy. <laughs> exactly. Yep. In Anaheim, and I'm telling you from personal experience that very few nobody people cares. Care. Yeah. Very few people care. He's in the wrong I, place. He's in. It, would you agree? He's in the wrong place. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I I, I think like he has. It maybe has to do with his personality. Like he's not as out there, you know. Like maybe he it works. Yeah, maybe it works for him. Like like Bryce, like Bryce much. Harper could never play for the Angels. Agreed. Yeah. So it's like, it's it's so weird in a, in a team that is it's it's so close to. It, I would say that Orange County is a big market. Like it's it's yeah. it's a big market. Uh, but I don't know for for whatever reason they just have trouble getting people to care. And yeah. And not that that's going to make a huge difference, but I think. I think the city could really use 
really use some investment in its baseball team mm. in addition to a guy like Mike Trout. I mean, obviously they've put together some good guys, but but I, I, I don't know. I think it's a missed opportunity to have to have baseball be really lively in Orange County. Yeah, definitely a good point. And, and you're right. I think they could, maybe it's a market that could benefit from finally having a little bit of a playoff success. You know, if they make a playoff run, yeah. maybe people will start caring about, about the Angels in Orange County and, and, and start backing them a little bit more. I mean, they've got some totally marketable players. So you're totally right about that. Um, definitely an interesting one. Uh, I'm excited. We're both on board with the Angels. I hope they do well, um, both for your sake as a fan and just for the sake of, I mean, they're an exciting team in their you know, there's two teams ahead of them as favorites uh, to win this division. So let's go ahead and take the take the shot on the Angels and let's bump over to the National League. Uh, National League East. Let's start with that. Who do you like in that one? National League East. I'm going to take the Atlanta Braves. They've won this division. Uh, what is it? Three years running now. Yeah, uh, there's not a ton of competition for them in this division. Uh, which is why I like them. They're slight plus money here, plus 128. Not like we're going to be seeing any. We're not going to see any of this money <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> not for a while. So we have to actually remember to go it's back. In, it's an investment. Yeah, but I mean, obviously the Braves, Ronald Acuna, Acuna Jr., sorry, he's a young player. He's electric. Ozuna was lights out last year, so hopefully they get him playing at that level all season. Freddie Freeman as well was looking really good. So, I mean, they've just got a nice deep squad. I guess the question's going to be, uh, the pitching rotation, obviously, they have Max Freed as their ace, mm-hmm. um, who's a guy who's overall solid, still still pretty young, relatively young. It's going to be, can they back him up, and do they have the rotation to actually make a deep playoff run? But I definitely think they have enough to actually just win this division outright. I, I don't see any of the teams around them uh, being being very competitive, and so I think that's going to play in their favor. I agree. Um, they actually, yeah, their, their bullpen's very deep. Uh, they had... Uh, they fielded 29 different pitchers in the uh, 2020 season, which was the third most in the league. Is that a sign of depth, or is that just like everyone was sucking, <laughs> so they just were mowing through their rotation? Well, considering, That's I considering they had a pretty solid year last year, I'd say it's a sign of depth. It's a, sign of, it's a strength, I would say. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they've got some they've got some great young players in there, as you mentioned, um, some veterans in there as well. I, I just feel like... It, it probably, I mean, their closest competition in this division should be the New York Mets. Um, but uh, I just, yeah, it just seems like the Braves are the most solid team here. Uh, not too much really to dive into other than that. I just think it's between the Braves and the Mets. Uh, and I slightly fi- I slightly favor uh, the Braves getting the job done. And yeah, the Mets have been spending money out of, like, crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have. Um, it'll come down to th- those two teams, and I just think... Uh, with the Braves having the more recent playoff experience uh, and a solid squad and a lot of guys returning from last year, um, not too much has changed about them, and I, and I liked what I saw from them last year. So let's go ahead and take the Braves both on the same page there at plus 128. And let's jump over to the National League Central. Ooh, the National League Central. What a this division. One's, this one's interesting, yeah. I'm taking the St. Louis Cardinals at plus 113, it looks like the line is. Actually, a funny story. Uh, I was in Las Vegas a while ago, August 2019. I went to Vegas with a few friends of mine. Mm. And uh, we were at the Wet Republic. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep, yep. At the MGM. At the MGM Grand. And uh, Zed was playing. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Great time. But so there there is a 
at the DJ, you know, like they have like the DJ booth is like overlooking the pool and stuff. Yeah. And there's like two tables next to the DJ booth, which are like the two most exclusive tables you can get the like VIP. in yeah. the whole place. The ones next to the next to the DJ. Yeah. So one of them was just this group of like 30 girls. Right. Uh-huh. And uh, they had they had these giant signs like uh, what are they called? Fatheads. Oh, oh, Saint- oh like was- the like the cutouts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like the, the giant. Cutouts. The giant faces, and okay. they're all wearing Cardinals hats. Okay. And the face was it was this guy who's now the leadoff hitter, projected leadoff hitter what? for the St. Louis Cardinals this year. His name is Tommy Edmond. Okay. His fiance was on her uh, was on her bachelorette party. Oh my gosh. Right before their wedding. That's and hilarious. Just, at the time, he was like a minor leaguer. He wasn't playing at all, so nobody knew who oh he was. Oh my gosh. It was hilarious. So you just saw this one table of like, and he's like a very <laughs> If you Google him, he's a very plain-faced white guy. <laughs> nothing distinguishing about him. And so it was just like this group of 30 girls, and they all had these pictures of this <laughs> of guy's his face. face. Oh, my so we're, God. And, and so I was with one of my friends, like a diehard baseball fan. Yeah. Like he he's like knows more about baseball than anybody I know. Yeah. And like I know a lot of I know a lot of baseball people all right, <laughs> through work and stuff. But uh so so he knew like he recognized like oh that's Tommy Edmond so he's like <laughs> so he's like he's like going over to their table like chatting him up because he's like the only person in the whole place that who knows knew. who that is <laughs> yeah everyone else is like everyone else is pulling their phone out and being like <laughs> like literally there was a guy next to me I specifically remember he like has his phone and he's like taking a Snapchat video and he's like who the fuck is this yeah, guy yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah why do these girls love him like it was, everyone was like yeah. who is this is this guy? It was hilarious, and that guy turned out to be Tommy Edmond, who's actually become like, like a really me. good second baseman yeah, yeah. for the St. Louis Cardinals. So I guess we take the Cardinals for that reason. Is that enough? <laughs> that seems like plenty to me. Um, <laughs> just a, a great lineup, and I actually watched them. Uh, they took on the Padres in the playoffs last year, and it was uh, it was like a really really good series, and the Cardinals showed a lot. And I think they're actually like maybe a sleeper team to go far in the playoffs this year. Um, I really like the Cardinals the way they look this year. Um, obviously, Tommy Edmond, just an absolute stud, like you mentioned, <laughs> an absolute stud, uh, a plain face guy, a second baseman. That's that's a great story. Tommy Edmond uh, leads the lineup, uh, and you got Paul Goldschmidt, who's you know one of the one of the strongest hitters in baseball. Nolan, Nolan Arenado at third base. I mean, Paul Paul Dion Dijon uh, at shortstop, Dylan Carlson, Yadier Molina behind the plate who's just like a, a super solid veteran catcher, um one of the best catchers in the league in my opinion. Um Harrison Bader center field, Tyler O'Neill right field. Uh a great pitching rotation as well. I mean, just just a really deep solid team uh all around and it feels like the the stars might be aligning for them. Finally they're uh, they're a favorite to win their division. Um, and I think they make some noise in the playoffs. Uh, I, I really like, I like the look of the Cardinals this year. Um, so they're, they're my pick as well. And we're getting them, we're getting them just slightly at plus money at plus 113. Um, anything else to, to chat about in this division before we move on? I guess, the, I guess the only thing is that they're, they're kind of in a fortunate situation like the Braves where, I mean, the Reds are decent, the Cubs are okay. But it's it's almost like in a in a five division team like a five team division. Yeah. It seems like they really only have one competitor in the Cubs, and like you said, I think the Cardinals just have enough enough depth down the stretch. Uh, and yeah, I like their pitching too a lot. I, I like Jack Flaherty. He's he's an awesome guy. He had kind of a disappointing season last year, but as you would say, I like him in a bounce back spot, there a bounce back season. 
Beautiful. Bounce back season for the Ace. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like. I, I like. I'm going to take the Cardinals here at uh, at plus one thirteen. Sweet. Let's go ahead and uh, last but not least, we've got. That's right, NL West, of course. The NL West. Uh, don't take the Dodgers. Are you about to take <laughs> the Dodgers? I'm about to take the Dodgers. <laughs> How can I not take the Dodgers here realistically? They What's were... the price on the Dodgers? I bet they're expensive. Mm, minus, 260. minus 260. Oh, come minus on. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like the lock of all the, locks. The disrespect. Mark, the disrespect to the San Diego Padres. Putting the Dodgers at minus 260 after the Padres spent all the money they spent on the offseason – the, to the, be fair, you put right. the Padres in any division other than maybe the AL. And they're the favorites, and they're probably the favorites. Yeah, but yeah. you have the best team. You have right. the best team in baseball in the Dodgers, and yeah. all they did was add. You know, yeah, like, it's true. That's they what did. happens when you're, you're they're owned by like aren't they owned by like Spectrum? When you're or that something? good, yeah. When they're you're owned that by like a billionaire company that yeah. unlimited funds, the luxury tax yeah. means nothing to them. Yeah, they are the it's Manchester kind of City of baseball. <laughs> yeah, essentially, and, and so. Uh, Take I us to the Dodgers. Yeah, what do you like about the Dodgers? I mean, what's I mean, not to like? Yeah, I mean, yeah, what is there not to like? I mean, look at this lineup. Mookie Betts, Corey Seager, Justin Turner, Max Muncy, Will Smith, Cody Bellinger. I mean, all absolutely incredible players. They've got guys like Chris Taylor and Austin Barnes that are on their bench. Yeah. Those guys are starters in most teams. And then they just and then go and then they just go and sign Trevor Bauer. Like, all right. And- <laughs> yeah, and then I was going to say, I mean, look at this pitching lineup. Clayton Kershaw, Trevor Bauer, Walker Bueller. Those are you could argue those are the three. I'm not going to say the three best pitchers in baseball, but yeah. I mean, those guys are yeah. aces for every team other than their own. You know? Yeah, they're lights out. So, like, yeah, except maybe like a Garrett Cole or like a like those are the those are the best available. So, like they have David like David Price is their fifth in the rotation, right? Which is crazy to me. Um, and so, I mean, it's like I, I don't see anyone touching them. I, what I will say is that. I honestly like don't really like Trevor ba- Trevor Bauer's vibe that much. <laughs> He's controversial for sure. Yeah, I I don't I don't like. I mean, I think players have the right to say whatever they want. You and either I think love him or you hate him, right? Yeah, I, I don't really like how he stirs the pot so much. So it would kind of be like poetic justice. Oh, interesting. He didn't have a good year. <laughs> poetic. But justice. now that I have money on his team, I I have to I have, have to, to support root him. For him. Of course. So there is that. There is that. But I mean. Yeah, obviously the Padres are going to be a lot better this year. Not like the bar was super high for them to begin with. Um, <laughs> yeah, they've been slowly not, building, slowly building. It's not going to be enough though. It's not going to be enough. Okay. There's no way to. There's no. There's no way to think that. Yeah, I think. I don't I care. Think, San Diego. You don't. You don't believe that. I think. Uh, I think most people would agree with you. Um, but of course, I mean, I can't not take my San Diego Padres in this spot here. I mean, it's just so difficult having to having to play against the Dodgers the way the Dodgers look right now, but. I'm still going to take the shot mark on the Padres to secure the NL West at plus plus 203. Okay, plus 203. Uh, we'll take that. The Padres um, spent a lot of money on the offseason. I mean, they were already a very exciting hitting team. Uh, lots of young talent. Of course, we have to mention Fernando Tatis Jr., who unfortunately just kind of like hurt his shoulder uh, yep. in last night's game. So hopefully he'll be all right in the long term. But, I mean, one of the most exciting players in baseball. They signed him to, like, a 14-year deal, something absolutely ridiculous. It was, like, $360 million deal. Unreal. Uh, but he has he has showed enough to uh, to earn that great deal, and, and we made him our franchise player. Very exciting shortstop. Um, so, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, leads the team probably as our, our biggest star. Of course, Manny Machado, the former Dodger and the former Baltimore Oriole. 
Um, he's another one of those guys you either love or you hate. He's a little bit, uh, kind of a little bit jerky, a little bit controversial, but, uh, he can, uh, hit some absolute bombs. He plays third base. And then, I mean, Will Myers has just been a solid guy for a few years for the Padres. Um, he's another one I want to, I want to mention. And then just, just the, the guys that are filling the spots in the lineup, uh, have been pretty solid. Trent Grisham, Eric Hosmer, uh, was, uh, has had a great start to the season so far. Um, Jake Cronenworth's kind of a quietly good, sneaky good player, um, as well as Tommy Pham. And then we went, obviously, the where the money was spent is, was on the pitching staff, taking Hugh Darvish from the Cubs and Blake Snell from the Rays, who you probably remember uh, had some good uh, postseason games last year. And then, of course, we've got Chris Paddock, one of our better pitchers. And then, and then Drew Pomeranz uh, and Craig Stamen, probably the best in the bullpen. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's tough. An exciting baseball team a team that i love and, and i hold close to my heart but it's more it's just nice to have have some skin in the game for the hometown team yeah definitely. in the same way that i'm taking the angels yeah you can yeah, take yeah i want padres. some i want some skin in the game uh in the padres and like they're finally getting some attention now and people are getting excited about them but yeah you're right it's just so tough uh having the, they Dodgers. the pressure that's the question yeah but i mean come on anything can happen in that series assuming that that ends up being the series for the nl west like i don't know anything can happen they, they might face each other again last year was just such a bummer um mookie Betts robbed a home run in one of their games and, and, and they just couldn't quite get going and they had some injuries uh as well um, with, uh, they bought Clevinger, they brought Clevinger over and then he got, he was kind of dealing with a nasty, uh, I think it was elbow issue anyway. Yeah. It's just a tough one. I, I totally understand the Dodgers are the best, best team in baseball. So you have to, you have to respect that, but I will take the shot on the Padres. Maybe they upset the Dodgers. They sneak past them and they, and they make a run in the playoffs. I'm going to take the Padres. Uh, let's go ahead and do a, uh, a quick word from our sponsors, uh, before we come back to, uh, Go ahead and take our World Series uh, future pick, our National League future pick, our American League future pick to close out the show. This show is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet, a tradition unlike any other, the Masters is back, and the WinBet is the perfect app if you're looking to get in on all the golf action. Not the golfing type? Don't worry. WinBet has all the best odds for your daily MLB, NHL, and NBA action. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today, and you'll receive a special offer of up to $500 on a risk-free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Odds Crowd has plenty of free contests, including a $500 weekly contest and a $2,000 season-long MLB contest. And Odds Crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests. It's a social app built just for sports bettors. What could possibly go wrong there? Free to download. <laughs> you can live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, set up private betting contests with your buddies, and much more. So download the app for free or go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by PicksWise.com. Helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring, sports-fanatic wise guys giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction on every game, every day, and every sport, all for free, NBA, MLB, and the NHL. Whatever the sport, they have you covered with free analysis and, more importantly, free picks. Plus, they have all the betting news you need and expert best bets. Head over to PicksWise.com for all the free picks you need. That's PicksWise.com. 
And also stay tuned for the SGP Masters Contest, a $500 winner-take-all DFS contest for the Masters, completely free and easy to sign up. Just take a screenshot of your review of the Golf Gambling Podcast, submit your review, and you'll get the contest link to enter. Do it all over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash masters. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash masters. Lastly, we're brought to you by, by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube, but for what hashtag DGENs only care about, that's sports betting. We're giving out free daily video picks over on our Better Than Vegas profile page. Better Than Vegas is always running a ton of free contests as well. They got a ton of free picks and handicappers to check out. So make sure, make sure you subscribe to our profile so you don't miss a single pick. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Just like that, Mark, we're back. It's time for some more future picks. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and predict who is going to win the American League Championship this year. Who do you like? Uh, it really kills me to say this, and I apologize to my family in Boston, but uh, it looks like the Yankees are going to do it this year. Mm-hmm. I yes. think the I think the Yankees. They've got the deepest squad. They've got the overall most talented team uh, in that. Uh, in the American League division, so uh, I'm going to take them to win their uh, win their division, the AL East, and I think they're going to go all the way to the World Series. I wanted to take the Rays, to be honest. I yeah, like the Rays, Rays are solid. but I just I think the Yankees have enough to do it this year, um, and I think the pressure's on them. It's been what 11 seasons without a World Series championship, so uh, yeah, they're due. They're due. Yeah, they're definitely due, and uh, I think I think the cards, sorry, the stars are aligning. The cards are stacking perfectly. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to take the Yankees and get them at plus 275 to win the AL pennant. All right, Mark, I'm about to shock the world. Are you ready? I, I don't know if I'm ready. I am going to take the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Oh, my Lord. Oh my <laughs> the Lord. LA Anaheim Angels, whatever you want to call them. I'm going to take them at plus 2,000, Mark. A plus 2,000 price for the LA Angels to get the job done and secure the American League Championship. The cards will align. They Mike Trout will take a leadership role in the team. Uh, Shohei Otani will have a great season. Uh, Rendon, the signing from the Nationals, will have a better season than last year. Man, the LA Angels. The biggest shot I've maybe taken in about that action history, Mark. A plus 2,000 shot. I'm gonna take it, and I'm excited about it. Uh, they meet the, uh, the they meet the Yankees, and they upset the Yankees. Uh, the Angels are my pick, plus two thousand. Doesn't help. It doesn't help my confidence when I'm laughing when I'm saying it. I should be a little more serious. The Angels are gonna get the job done. They are my pick, plus two thousand. Your reaction to that? My reaction is, <laughs> I hope you're right. <laughs> I would I would love to see that. It, it would be great to have uh, some ton competitive of, a ton baseball of talent. back. Yeah, there's a ton of talent, and this there's, is this is that run that I told you about that gets uh, Orange County interested in the baseball scene. This is the this is what gets the fans going, uh, and what should be a good problem, market. My problem is is I've always said baseball is an individual sport disguised as a team sport. It's, <laughs> it's a bunch of individual things. There's a very limited teamwork that goes on, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, you're relying a lot on the individual capability and performances of your teammates without having any impact on them you know like if if the ball goes through the shortstop's legs there's nothing the first baseman can do about it you know if if mike trout's hitting bombs every night but everyone else is striking out ain't nothing he can do about it you know so 
So I wonder, you know, is Mike Trout at his ceiling? Is can there, he, is there enough can he depth? get any better, you yeah, know? Yeah. Can the guys around him support him in the way that he needs? Because um, it's not like basketball where you just give the ball to LeBron or football where you just put it in Brady's hands or right. soccer with Lionel Messi, whatever, you right. know? This is uh, it's it's a whole different beast. So this is a shot. Hope, this is an absolute shot. I'm taking. Oh yeah, it's it's certainly a shot, but it's one that uh, I, I I'd gladly I'd gladly take the Yankees losing if it meant the Angels won. <laughs> All right. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, um, the biggest shot for me in, in about that action history. Uh, who is going to win the National League title? Who do you like? I'm guessing the Dodgers. It's got to be the Dodgers. I mean, plus two hundred. That's not bad. I just, you no, know, it's not at all. I don't see any other team coming close to competing with them other than the Yankees, to be honest. Yeah, plus 200 uh, is, they is not a bad price, actually. Yeah, they don't honest. meet the Yankees until the World Series. So yeah. I'm going to say it's going to be a rival, uh, reignite the old rivalry, the Brooklyn Dodgers, formerly the Brooklyn Dodgers, mm. the Los Angeles Dodgers of Brooklyn against the New York Yankees. <laughs> I like it. Um, I think that's going to be the World Series matchup this year. Uh, so I'm going to take the Dodgers at a plus. 200 line uh like you said i think with the amount of talent and how separated the dodgers will be from the rest of the pack in the national league i think this is a great price uh get in early as they say i agree i agree get it in early um that price i would expect uh just to get more expensive as time goes on so definitely value on the dodgers the best team in baseball not even to win the world series but to win the national league at plus 200 uh seems like good value of course, I'm going to take the Padres out of heart uh, at plus 375. Um, yeah, I think uh, second second best team in the uh, National League, in my opinion, are the San Diego Padres. So I'm going to take them, uh, assuming that's just like taking the off chance that maybe the Dodgers have a kind of bad season or, or something doesn't go right for them in the playoffs and the, and the Padres sneak through. Um, I'll take them for a little bit of extra value, but honestly... Uh, since you mentioned the Dodgers, I mean, at two to one, that seems like a good pick. So honestly, uh, I recommend you listen to Mark's pick on this one. <laughs> <laughs> a, rare, a rare moment in the show history. <laughs> I recommend you take Mark's pick, but I will. My future picks have been good. Yeah, they have. Uh, future they picks have been, been good. good. Got March Madness. Got the NBA championship, which like is the roles of that. the roles of reverse. And in, in, in this episode, though, I feel like usually you take the bigger shots, and uh, somehow you end up winning a decent amount of them but i've taken the shots this in uh in this one with the uh the angels at plus 2000 and the padres at plus 375 so we'll see what happens you never know uh let's go ahead and close it out world series who will win the 2021 uh world series who do you like gotta say dodgers going back to back wow i see it happening i i really do yeah i think it's gonna be dodgers against the yankees i can't in good conscience take the yankees um it's just it's just not in my in my in my genetic code to it's do not so. In your blood. But I still see regardless, I still think the Dodgers I mean, when you stack those two teams against each other, I think the Dodgers, they've got the experience under the bright lights over the last few years, uh, the bright lights of the World Series, that is. So I think that'll come into play and I think the dominant pitching will just I think it's just too much for any team. Yeah. I, I really do. I think the Yankees team, they rely a lot on power in the middle of the lineup. Uh, and I think that the Dodgers pitching would be able to get around that. This is assuming that the Yankees are the team that meets them into the cha- in the championship, mm-hmm. which if any other team does, I'll double down on my Dodgers. Wow. I think the only team that can beat the Dodgers in a in a four in a best of seven series is the Yankees. Okay. Uh, so I am I, I'm going to take the Dodgers. I'm going to take the 
Dodgers regardless of who they play against, but I get them right now at plus 400. Yeah, getting out ahead of it. Uh, Mark is taking the Dodgers all the way to go back-to-back. Man, great value on the San Diego Padres, Mark. Great value. You get them at plus 900 to win the World Series. That's some good value. Actually, Mark, I actually made a tweet. Uh, Ooh, when was this? During the offseason, I made a tweet during the offseason right when they signed uh, Hugh Darvish, the pitcher from the Cubs. Uh, And my tweet was uh, congratulations to the Padres on their 2021 World Series uh, championship win. Um, So you know how sometimes like people make those tweets and then they can retweet them when they come true, Mark? You know how people do that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I kind of have to... I have to take the Padres plus 900 based on that tweet because I don't want to be on, you know, I don't want to be retweeted by the freezing cold takes tweet, uh, tweet page that basically retweets terrible predictions. Uh, and I don't want that to happen yeah, like to skip, me. Skip Bayless. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't want that to, that to happen to me. So I got to double down on my hometown Padres. Maybe the time is right. I mean, uh, if, if it, if it just wasn't such a solid time for the Dodgers, this would be truly, truly an exciting time to be a San Diego Padres fan. I mean, it is an exciting time, but it would be, oh man, if the Dodgers weren't that solid right now, just think of the potential for the Padres, but I'm still going to take them plus 900, uh, another big shot. So I've got the Angels plus 2000 and the Padres plus 900. I'm going to I'm gonna be uh be a little be a little crazy with my MLB future pre- uh, predictions. Angels Padres in the World Series. I love it. That would be something. Padres beat the Angels in the World Series and Kyle's rich. <laughs> that would be something. Uh, all right. That's about it. With that, that was a breakdown. That was a Major League Baseball 2021 season breakdown uh, with our futures picks. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Leave a, a review. Um, follow me at Bet on Kyle on Twitter. Um, and we've got, uh, of course, please visit sportsgamblingpodcast.com for all of the SGPN stuff. Mark, any last words from you before we close out what has been a long action-packed Major League Baseball prediction show? I'm just glad that it's over with so we don't have to talk about <laughs> baseball again until this time next year, if I'm being honest. Sounds good to me, Mark. We'll see you next week.